Know thy neighbor. Welcome to Know Thy Neighbors. You're about to listen to part two of our conversation with 92-year-old local artist, Charlie Amons. If you didn't listen to part one and hate joining a conversation in the middle, you might want to go back and listen to last week's episode first. Here's the second part of our conversation with Charlie. So what's your life like now? Well, it's a typical day. That's my wife. My wife passed away. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, I want to ask you about all these pictures up here. Your wife is there. Yeah, it's my wife, yeah. That's my son. And what's his name? Philip. And what's he do? Well, he's an engineer. He's an electrical engineer. He he lives and works in Europe. And he has a house in Croatia right on on the uh, Adriatic Sea. And he can walk from his house to the Adriatic and go swimming in the Adriatic. And in Croatia, where he lives, if you would sail across the Adriatic to the other side, you'd end in, in, in Venice. It's, it's directly opposite Venice. And, and the difference between Venice, Italy, and Croatia is that Croatia has the Dalmatian mountains there that come so it's all rock you know comes down so the water is crystal clear there you can see 35 feet down to the bottom of the bottom of the, the, the sea there it's so crystal clear but in in, in in Venice it's all muddy it's all muddy and they're having they're having big problems with the rising of the sea with Venice you ever been to Venice uh, regrettably no but it's on my list when, when is the place? last time you were there oh god a long time ago a long time but it's beautiful. You still travel? No, no I, my driving days are over. But, but my wife and I, we got married in 1960, and we, we, we went on a honeymoon, we took a liner. Uh, it, was, it was the, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? The, the, One of the steamships? No, the... it was the Atlantic, the name of the ship was the Atlantic, and it was its uh, first trip, what do you mean? Maiden it? voyage. Maiden voyage. Yeah. yeah. That's it. See, that's what happens when you get to be 90. There's so much in your brain the older you get. You know? There's just not voyage. as much room. And so we, we sailed, sailed to, to Naples, where my, my wife's mother came from. She was born in Naples. And, and uh, we toured all of Naples and went all up through, through Italy. All the way. And we went to Europe for three months. For three months, and we got to Milan, where I have a, a, a friend of mine, a very good friend of Sinigas, who, who became one of the best, one of the most famous artists in Italy at the time. He just died. He died about two years ago, Carlo, Carlo Nangeroni. And we met him in Naples, and he brought us in with the artist colony, and that was so much fun. All these, these young Italian artists, they, they, they were really funny. It was, it was a lot of fun. Do you speak Italian? My wife spoke to Of course, it, yeah. could speak it. And, but no. I, no. <laughs> I should just about speak English. <laughs> what about this photo? That's, that's her father when he was in the, in the army during the war, the first world war. I'm sorry, did we get your wife's name? Clara. Clara, right. So who was her father? What was his name? Philip. That was also Philip. All right. What's and this next picture? That's me. And and my next door, next door neighbor's daughter, Colleen. 
and I did a painting of her at that age. Even I think she might have been a little younger than that. There. And this this photo of That's someone me. in a marathon. Me. Yes. That's when I ran. I ran two New York marathons and two New Jersey Shore marathons. Now, when was the last marathon you ran? It was in, probably in nineteen eighty one, something like that. Yeah. Remember how old you were then? I was 50 years old when okay. I ran my first marathon. Oh, my first one. Great. So what do you do for exercise now? Walk around the house? In your pictures. <laughs> no, I should do that. I should, yeah. I should do more. I don't. So I started to ask, what's your day like? Do you get up and paint, or do you have a routine? Yeah. This thing with my sister has sort of disrupted everything for me right now. Yeah, you but I used to get fell. up and I, I paint. I, I've been painting this painting in there of... So you said you you found cranberry through a friend bringing you down here. Beautiful. Once you moved here, did any of your other friends follow you down to cranberry? Uh, oh yeah, Don Swanigan followed George. Did you know the Swanigan? Swanigan, sure. Jenny and Don. Don also worked with us. The three of us. We worked for NBC. And then he he worked a lot on commercials. He did a lot of design work for commercials. Don, right? He passed away. Yeah, there was an exhibit of his paintings. I think they they auctioned them off for the historical society. They did, yeah. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, back. I went to I went to that. I was there. Okay. Yeah. So was I. Okay. Yeah. He was a good friend. Don was. Uh -huh. He was a nice 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 fellow. He's got lovely daughters, Kristen. I don't remember what the other name is. So what's your life like now? Well, I'm it's a typical my, day. That's my wife. My wife passed away. Oh, she's beautiful. Uh, yeah, she, I want to ask you about all these pictures up that's, here. That's, so your wife is there? Yeah, it's my wife, yeah. That's my son. And what's his name? Philip. And what's he do? Well, he's an engineer. He's an electrical engineer. He, he lives and works in Europe. And he has a house in Croatia right on, on the uh, Adriatic Sea. And he can walk from his house to the Adriatic and go swimming in the Adriatic. And in Croatia, where he lives, if you would sail across the Adriatic to the other side, you'd end in in Venice. It's, it's directly opposite Venice. And and the difference between Venice, Italy, and Croatia is that Croatia has the Dalmatian mountains there that come so it's all rock, you know, comes. Down. So the water is crystal clear there. You can see 35 feet down to the bottom of the bottom of the, the, the sea. There, it's so crystal clear. But in, in 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 Venice, it's all muddy. It's all muddy, and they're having they're having big problems with the rising of the sea with Venice. You ever been to Venice? Uh, regrettably, no. But it's on my list. When, when is the place? last time you were there? Oh, God. a long time ago. A long time ago. But it's beautiful. You still travel? No. I, my driving days are over, but but my wife and I we got married in 1960, and we we, we went on a honeymoon. We took a liner. Uh, it was it was the uh, what do you what do you call it? The, the one of the steamships. No, the it was uh, the Atlantic. The name of the ship was the Atlantic, and it was its uh, first trip. What do you mean? Maiden the, voyage. Maiden voyage. Yeah. yeah, that's it. See, that's what happens when you get to be 19. There's so much in your brain the older you get. You know? It's, it's just not as much room. And so we, we sailed 
sailed to, to Naples, where my, my wife's mother came from. She was born in Naples. And, and uh, we toured all of Naples and went all up through, through Italy, all the way. And we went to Europe for three months. For three months, and we got to Milan, where I have a, a, a friend of mine, a very good friend of Sinigas, who, who became one of the best, of the most famous artists in Italy at the time. He just died. He died about two years ago, Carlo, Carlo Nangeroni. And we met him in Naples, and he brought us in with the artist colony, and that was so much fun. All these, these young Italian artists, they, they, they were really funny. It was, it was a lot of fun. Do you speak Italian? My wife spoke to us. Of course, it, yeah. Could speak it, and, but no, I no. <laughs> I should just about speak English. <laughs> what about this photo? That's that's her father when he was in in the army during the war, the first World War. I'm sorry. Did we get your wife's name? Clara. Clara, right. So, who was her father? What was his name? Philip. That was also Philip. All right. What's and this next picture? That's me. And and my next door next door neighbor's daughter, Colleen, and I did a painting of her at that age. Even I think she might have been a little younger than that. There. And this this photo of That's someone me, right? in a marathon. Me. Yes. That's what I ran. I ran two New York marathons and two New Jersey Shore marathons. Now, when was the last marathon you ran? It was in, probably in 1981, something like that, yeah. Remember how old you were then? I was 50 years old when okay. I ran my first marathon. Oh, my first one. So what do you do for exercise now? Walk around the house? In your pictures. <laughs> no, I should do that. I should, yeah. I should do more. I don't. So I started to ask, what's your day like? Do you get up and paint, or do you have a routine? Yeah, but... This thing with my sister has sort of disrupted everything for me right now. Yeah, but I usually get fell. up and I, I paint. I, I've been painting this painting in there. Of, of mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite eating place in town or around here? Do you go out? Well, no. Cranberry has seen a lot of preservation. What do you think it would be like if that hadn't happened? Well, we, I was involved in a lot of the preservation with Don Armstrong and that whole group we were called the Crazy Nine. Right, That's what we recognized, the crazy night. Yeah. saved the old school. I mean, saved a lot of other buildings in town. And built a lot of buildings in town. And and then, then the Cranberry Housing Association, we, 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 we formed that. Mm -hmm. I'm the last one alive that formed the Cranberry Housing. And my sister lives in, <laughs> in the housing, Cranberry Housing. This is a beautiful house. Have you done a lot of work to it? Or is it pretty well, much yeah, this I way when you bought it? Work to it. I, it was, it was all covered with wallpaper, garish wallpaper. The whole thing. I had to take all the wallpaper off. And meanwhile, my my, my wife was living. We were living with her, her mother, which she had, we had my son Philip at the time. He was just an infant. And but before we moved in, I had to fix the whole house up, take to tear out, take off all of the wallpaper and paint the, the walls and everything. This looks like chestnut house. woodwork. It is all chestnut. Yeah, beautiful. Is this the house that you moved into in 1962? In, in, in 62, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you intend to stay? Yeah, I intend to, unless they carry me out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> People ever ask you why you don't go live in Meadow Lakes or something like I that? I don't want to do that. No. I hear you. 
You have a social life here? People stop by and visit? Yeah, I, I'm friends with, with Don and, I mean, uh, Brian, rather, Brian. And and the people in town, and a lot, most of the people I know have passed away. Like Don Armstrong is gone now. He, he did, did you know Don? You know Only Don? by name. And Rachel? No. no. They moved out to, to, to uh, out west, one of the, I can't remember the name of the town. Do you have something that you... Uh, is there something that you uh, think would be interesting for people who have moved here more recently to know about what it was like to, to live here in the 60s or 70s? Well, in the 60s, there was all these things going going on with the, with the migrant workers and stuff like that. The Pin Oaks, you ever remember? The trail out there, yeah. yeah which, where that, where that uh, new, uh, that senior citizen development mm-hmm. behind there was Pin Oaks, and it was a, a migrant camp, and, and and it was all old retired people living there, and they, it was in terrible shape, terrible shape, and so that was what what started at Cranberry Housing Association. We started, we fixed up the, the Pin Oaks, and and Don Don. Was, we there was like, it was a, 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 like a line of, of shacks all, all all attached and we cut out the middle of it and and we just restored the the, 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 the other ones into the, they had they had their water right next to their septic tank their water well was right next to the septic tank and we had to change all kinds of things and we had a lot of a lot of flack from locals that didn't like the fact that we were doing it we did. What did they want? They wanted the people just to leave. Yeah, they, they, I guess they didn't didn't want. There was a there was a lot of racial problems in this town. I don't know that you know the whole story. Yeah, I've never no. heard about that. Tell us. Well, there was the, the, the famous one out here, out in the in the farm way out there. There was a it was a, a migrant worker shack there. And David Dickens, you ever hear of David Dickens? Mm-hmm. He was mayor sure. of New York. He lived in Trenton, and he told the story about it and I and it was local people local I don't really know the names of it because it all happened before I got there but a group of these lo- locals went out and there's a migrant and these women black women and black men and they painted them white what painted them white with paint that that was nice and that's racial thing. where were the police uh, in those days, a lot of things are a lot different. There's more, you know, subtle things going on all the time, all over. But they got away with that. As far as I know, they got away yeah. with it, yeah. So David Dinkins told the story? That's yeah, interesting, too. He told too. the story, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He knew about it. It was well known. But that happened right here huh. in Cranberry. And Do you? Not anymore. You two go to George's at Teddy's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it, when the pandemic started, I we stopped going. What about on TV? Do you watch much? Yeah, news. Yeah. I watch the news a lot. Yeah. Not, not much. I don't stay up late enough to see Saturday Night Live. <laughs> and I don't think it's as good as it, it was when I was there anyway. How could it ever be as good as it was when you were there? That, that was a remarkable that, that stretch. That was a group. Yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. It's <coughs> a lot of work. Sp- you have yeah. to spray, but I like doing it. I did it for a long time. It's just the last 10, 10, 15 years. I haven't been able to do it. Just physically, can't do it. And 
So it's just, just going to hell. <laughs> what do you ever do? You need some help. You need some kids out there. Yeah. See if we can get for you. Ethan Guy out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a pleasure having you tell us your stories. Thank you so much for doing yeah, that. I hope I learned so much. You did. Too yes. Bad. No, no, no. Is there anything else we should have asked? It was, it was mostly the, the, the black. That was the black there. Uh -huh. Maplewood Avenue. Stuff like the, the friends that my son grew up with, the, the Barry and Junior, Junior Conover, and the, the twins. The, 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 they're always black kids. We used to have them over here. The kids with my son and my my wife would give them breakfast and stuff like that. And then we would we belong to the uh, swim club. Yes. That on uh, Old Trenton Road. Old Trenton Road, and and one time we brought all the black kids, everybody over there, and they didn't appreciate that. But That's a great story. That. I can picture it. We yeah. did work a lot, but all the other kids there, they all went to school with these kids, so they all knew them. They thought it was fine. The kids thought fine and fine. So it's always the the older people that cause the problems, not the kids. You know, mm -hmm. They don't care whether you're black or whether you're white. So you've seen progress. Some progress, yeah, I've seen progress, but not enough, really. I mean, just think if you if you a black person and you and you you you. you already have something against you right from the beginning, no matter how smart you are. I mean, the, the, the woman the, the woman who, who developed this Moderna vaccine, Yes. she's black. She's black. The, 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 the one woman that they had that movie about, she, she supplied all the information about the space. Right. She right. was black. Right. I mean, there's, there's no difference. Everybody's the same. It's just... Well, it was different in New York City, though, right? When you were in that theater world, there was less prejudice there. Yeah, we had all kinds of people working there. A lot of homosexuals in the theater. A lot of homosexuals in the theater, and they're just like everybody else. They have their way of life. People are people. Do you think that your your attitudes towards all of that influenced people in Cranberry? I don't know. I never tried to influence anybody. I just tried to keep. You get enough to just keep yourself well. But you know, you, you, you grow up as a white person, and you're usually in a white community all your life. You never really get into meet many blacks. I had a couple of black friends, but not many. Mostly in, at work, from work. And it's just been separated. It's never, never been assimilated, everything. I mean, there was a time when the Irish were, were, were persecuted in this country. And the, and the Italians Irish, they, they, too. And the Italians were, were persecuted. Uh, and the, I remember when, when the first Hispanics came came up here from Puerto Rico and stuff like that in my school, and, and they were like exotic. They were considered exotic. This I remember in Spanish club, uh, Spanish class in high school, that they teach it just couldn't get over this. This one kid came in who was he was, he was from Puerto Rico, Hispanic. So. Anyway. So, so what kind of town has this been for you? Will you always think of it fondly? Cranberry, yeah, sure. This yeah. is where my son grew up, where we spent the first years of our life. I mean, the, the major part of our life, the first years we spent in Brooklyn Heights. You know where Brooklyn Heights is? That's where we spent our, our first two years of marriage. And then when Philip was born, we moved out here. 
mainly because of George State. He was already here and Don Armstrong were here. So do you see this town changing much? No, that's the one thing. This town has not changed that much. As far as I can remember, it's, it stayed pretty much the same. And that's, that's the wonderful thing about this town, that it has stayed the same. I mean, they were at one time, there was this whole property here was owned by this group, and they were going to put a, a whole bunch of, of, of houses back in that farm there. And it was really a big project they were going to do. And they, uh, they were going to put it in garden apartments right across the street from me. And that, you see that opening there? That was going to be garden apartments, everything, the same group. And we fought it like hell. I wrote a letter to the thing and told, told them about how this, this, this view there, it's, it's a, the view of the, of, of the scene that would be completely blocked and everything. Anyway, the township was wise. They put a six acre minimum lot there and the guy couldn't make any money just with six acres. He was gonna fill it. So he sold the property and he bought, bought the property, the property where the Times is, the New York Times is printed on, on Route 1, uh, not Route 1, on the Turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. They, they switched and, and a, a, a Texas guy owned this property. But now you know who owns it now? No, I don't. Bill Bundy. He does. He oh. bought it. Just bought it. Oh, the whole farm back there? The, the, all this farm that you can see over here, he, he owns it now. Did not know that. That's uh, I thought that was farmland preservation land. It is, isn't it? It is, but he, yeah, he, but owns, he owns it. it. Which, that's why he bought it, to oh, keep it like that. Okay. Do you remember Bill when he was flying? No, tell me about that. I, all I know is Bill sells Christmas trees, and he's on the uh, Cranberry Historical Society board. Uh, well, he, he's a lawyer. He, he, he had one of these a, a parachute, it's a parachute, and it was a propeller behind him. He'd sit in this thing and the propeller would go and, and, and it would take off and he'd fly over here. You see this, see him up there with the parachute flying <laughs> over, the, over the, the town. I'm sorry I missed that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, wonder why his sons didn't do it. I think his sons would do it. Because right. it's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, it's, it's, it, it, Pretty safe thing because yeah. it wasn't. You had a parachute, you know. It's a regular parachute. Of the the thing dropped, you just drop down to the ground. Except if you hit a power line or something like that, that would be good. No, I can't picture that. I did see a plane crash land in that field a few years ago, but never seen a guy in a parachute. <laughs> yeah, but it had a propeller in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's an inventor too. Didn't know that. No, I, I think they had them. It wasn't the, it's something that he invented. You, you, could, you could actually you could buy it. You could go buy one. Buy it. You probably yeah. bought it in the back of Boys Life magazine or right. something. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy in 130 who built his own hovercraft, but that didn't catch on either, not really. Hmm. So do you have any words of wisdom for people in Cranberry now? Enjoy your town. It's a beautiful town, and it's very few like it. In this town, in this kind, in the whole country, there's very few like this town. I mean, it's, it's pretty much kept itself as as a as a unit, and they haven't come in with with the apartment houses and stuff like that. And it's and the school is one of the best schools in New Jersey. The the, the, the school here, so it's a it's a wonderful place to live. It is. And what about advice in general? You're 92 and still having a great life. How, how did you get there? How can people get to that age? You've got to have something to do. You have to have something to do. You have to. I paint pictures, and that's what keeps me busy in that. And, and, and 
other things and all the problems just paying the bills and, and keeping keeping the house in, right. in some kind of shape stuff like that and, and friends and stuff like that I, I had at one time I had I I'm saying this I had the best rose garden in Cranberry we were admiring your garden it's beautiful I, I, I made all those trellises back there I made all those trellises and I had I had a, a, about 50 or 60 roses at one time but I lost a lot of them through the through the uh, witch's room, the rose rosetta. Uh -huh. Rosa is a, it's a virus. It's yeah. a disease yeah. that once you get it, you just dig that rose out and yeah. you burn it or something. Get rid of it. Nothing you can do to save it. And it's come come from you know these uh, uh, these rose hedges that, 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 that ever bloom. They have a small little rose like that on it. That people used to have them on for like hedges or, or yes. for, for holding up a. a Walls, and they came from I think Japan made it, and that's the one that that started this disease that spreads the disease. And you see the those roses all in the lots all on the highway. You'll see these 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 bushes the, the, the yeah, little white flowers. Right. Those are that rose of rosette. It's just spread everywhere. What else are you growing out there? Now, not much. A lot of weeds. Oh. Some of the best weeds you'll ever see <laughs> I have out there. The roses, most of the roses died. I still have quite a few of them, the hardy ones that have stayed through there. But I lost a lot from from Rose Rosetta, lost a lot from that, and from other diseases. And it's just the fact that I just haven't maintained it as much. <coughs>